Welcome back to another episode of the Fit You Podcast. My name is Dakota Phillips. I'm the owner of Fit You Coaching. And as what I think will be always, I'm joined by my wife, Savannah Phillips. And today we are going to talk about making your workout fit you. See what we did there? Fit you? Fit you podcast? Uh, make your workout fit you? Okay. Um, so what we mean with that is um, choosing the appropriate modifications um, for your workouts. So I'm sure you and everyone you know has heard someone say, I can't do that, talking about fitness. But what you should be doing is focusing on what you can do. So modifications can be with pretty much any exercise under the sun. Um, It's important to remember to take your fitness journey one step at a time. You don't want to skip steps. You don't want to jump ahead because doing that is going to either make you super duper sore really fast and then you're going to have to skip days to recover longer. Uh, Or you're you're just going to end up injured. Exactly. You're going to hurt yourself because you weren't ready for that um, progression that you were trying to do. Um, You weren't going at your own speed. So we want to make sure that we're listening to our bodies. You want to trust yourself. Um, It's good to push yourself, but make sure that you're at least aware of your limits or maybe you have a coach there that can kind of help you gauge where you're at. Um, So some examples of modifications that you might see or use yourself. Um, Push-ups is a good example. Um, Typical push-up, you're doing it on your toes. But if you're not at your um, toes for that level yet, then you can modify it down to be push-up on your knees. Maybe you're not quite there yet. So then you're going to do push-ups with your hands, maybe on a box, something that brings your angle up a little bit. So you're not doing all of your weight flat on the floor. Maybe that's still a little too more too challenging. You're going to come up, put your hands against the wall, and then you can kind of gauge your angle uh, by how low you put your hands on the wall. Uh, Do your pushups that way. I know that's how I had to start when I was doing like trying to get better at strict tricep pushups. I had to go against the wall because I could not keep my elbows tucked in for the life of me. Right. So anybody can modify that for any number of reasons. Maybe you're um, new to exercising, you're not used to doing push-ups, so you need to start with the easier progression. Um, maybe you had a recent injury or something like that, that maybe your shoulder is a little wonky. You did something with your arm, um, old baseball injury, something like that, that maybe you're going to work your way up to doing your push-ups on your toes. You just need to start at an appropriate level for where you're at now. Now you can also scale up your workout. So maybe you're doing push-ups on your toes and you're like, man, this is super duper easy. I'm not even breaking a sweat yet. Um, So for that, you're going to need to scale your push-ups up to maybe doing clapping push-ups or bringing your feet up onto a box. So then you're changing the angle, making it a more challenging angle. Um, Maybe you're going to do one-arm push-ups, something like that. Um, So you can make your workouts easier or challenging uh, depending on where you are as the individual. Yeah. And so those are both good examples of like strength-based modifications, like when you're just not strong enough to do whatever that next level is yet. Um, But I think a big piece of modifications is also just like skill-wise, like 
I think you do a really good job with steel mace and kind of the progressions that you give people to get used to movements and kind of get muscle memory down a little bit more before doing something a little bit harder, like a 360, just letting it swing around behind your back. Yeah, exactly. So steel mace is a great example of how you would scale your uh, skill-based movements. So um, with the steel mace, typically, at least what I'm coaching, you're using on the lighter side of the maces, so 5 to 10 pounds typically. Um, Not super heavy. Most people can handle 10 pounds, especially if it was like a dumbbell or something like that. But with a steel mace, it's going to take some skill practice to learn those new movements because most people haven't ever used a steel mace before. So the way I like to coach the steel mace is you start out with the very basic movements, work your way up. So like with our courses, for example, steel mace 101 is doing very basic movements that you've probably done uh, with like a barbell or dumbbells before where you're doing like shoulder presses or something like a bench press, crunches, things like that, that are going to be more common, something you've done. And then in steel mace 102, then you're going to start doing some more steel mace specific movements. Uh, but still some that are a little bit more easy than tossing the mace around, switching behind your back. And then in Steel Mace 103, we're going to start putting some movements together, um, some simple combinations to get you used to doing one movement into the next. And then when I'm coaching flows, um, I like to do, I like to teach one movement at a time. So you're going to learn this move, then this move, then we'll put those two together, then we'll learn a new move add that one to the mix and kind of break it down one by one. And even in those courses, like after every exercise I coach, I say, make sure you've got this one down because the next one is going to build on it. So that gives you the time to go back, rewatch a video, um, get those skills kind of honed in before you move on. Because if you move on too quickly, then it's going to be too challenging. You're not going to understand the momentum shifts. Um, you're not going to be quite ready for that next movement or the ones after that, that it's building towards. So take your time on each step of the process so that when you get farther down the road, you're more prepared for what's to come. Nice. Now, like modifications seem like a really simple concept. It's not too challenging. Like this did not take too long to explain how to modify things for strength and for skill, but it seems really hard for people when you put it into practice. So there's some really common pitfalls that people end up in when they're trying to gain a new skill or build up to the strength for a certain kind of exercise. Let's talk about those. So one of my favorite examples of scaling too quickly or maybe thinking that you're scaling quicker um, is I was coaching a boot camp one time and sit-ups were the exercise and you can do you can modify sit-ups to make them easier or you can maybe add weight to make them more challenging um the athlete was doing their sit-ups with like a 20 pound dumbbell or something like that maybe 10 something um so doing weighted sit-ups something that should be a harder exercise but the way that she was doing them she was using the weight for momentum and kind of launching herself up Um, And I knew that she was trying to do a more challenging version of the exercise. So I was like, hey, maybe you want to set that weight off to the side and try a few without it. And she's like, oh, but I'm trying to do something more challenging. I was like, I know, but maybe just try this out. And she did the sit-ups without the weight. She was like, wow, that is actually harder. So I was 
kind of showing her that although you're doing what looks like a more leveled up progression, you can stick back with the basics, but kind of control how much you're using the momentum of the weight to still give yourself a good challenge. Um, That's definitely an interesting example because when I think of going like too much too fast, I think of like getting way too sore or like struggling or pulling a muscle or just like in general not having a good time. Um, But I guess that is very true that you could progress and then like I imagine like if she's using a weight to help her up and not realizing she's doing that, then the next thing that she tries to level up to all of a sudden she's like, well, I can't, I do this. I was just able to do the last one. I've been doing that one for a long time, but yeah, like if you don't take your time with each step, you're going to end up getting stuck and frustrated really quickly. Right. And that's where it's kind of a combination of making sure that as you're moving through those progressions, you're, not just focusing on am I strong enough to do the next thing but also making sure you've got the proper form for the next um, exercise or the next level of that exercise Um, good example is that is of push-ups somebody that can be doing knee push-ups maybe is strong enough to do push-ups on their toes and everybody's kind of seen that person that you watch somebody do push-ups on their toes and you're like that doesn't look quite right like maybe their hips are sagging or they're just moving their head they're not actually moving their arms Um, things like that where that's maybe a little more on the skill side uh, making sure that you've got good form and that's where maybe having a workout buddy um, or a coach can kind of help show you those cues to say hey we need to dial this in um, to make sure that you're getting the most bang for your buck because you don't want to be just doing push-ups and not getting any of the benefits from it you're doing push-ups for a reason nobody wants to just do push-ups and waste their time so Um, Yeah, that's very interesting. It's like too much too fast is either getting really sore and hurting yourself or just not getting anything out of the exercise like you should. Right. And I've had people that will come to the gym and say, oh, yeah, I come and work out once a week because I get really excited to do the things. But then I'm so sore. It takes me a week to recover. Um, That's going to be challenging to reach your goals, because if you're taking an entire week to recover from your soreness from one workout, um, you're doing one workout a week and most likely you're going to want to be coming into the gym more than once a week to reach your fitness goals. So maybe even if you are able to do push-ups on your toes, but you get super sore, maybe you need to think into the future, like, will I be able to come back and work out again in two days if I do this progression, even though I'm able to? Yeah. And I really think this is something that I've been telling myself a lot more at the gym. Um, and it's that like, when I want to push myself too hard, I have to remind myself the difference between like, am I trying to work hard or am I trying to suffer? Because there's a big difference between the two. And I don't think I knew the difference for a really long time. I just thought like, if I'm working out, like it has to be hurting. <laughs> right. Exactly. And that's kind of like, I mean, especially with those boots, boot camp style classes or CrossFit style classes. Um, a lot of times the goal is to go as fast as you can and then like collapse at the end of the workout. Um, And that can be good for some instances, but it's very hard to sustain that. And yeah, like you said, suffering does not equal you're going to further yourself towards your goals. Um, I think having a good sucky, suffery workout once in a while is good to push through like a challenge, but it's not something that I like to do uh, super consistently just 
because it's why do you want to suffer so often? Yeah. Yeah. And it's, it definitely goes into what you said earlier of like trusting your body. Like Mm -hmm. if your body is like really not wanting to do what you're trying to get it to do, like it takes a little while, but like you will intuitively know, like, am I hurting myself or am I helping myself? Right. And I mean, that's one of my main pillars is your fitness should be fun. Um, If you're suffering through each workout, it's not sustainable. You're going to end up quitting because you're not having fun. And then you're going to kind of fall off the wagon. I haven't worked out for years, but why would you want to work out if every time you go to the workout, you dread it and you leave feeling like you just like crushed yourself. Or if you go in, you do a workout, you have fun, you leave smiling. You're like, that was good. I feel like I worked out and I had fun doing it. Then you're going to keep coming back because you enjoy what you're doing. And that's what's going to get you towards a more healthy and fulfilled fitness journey. Yeah. I think for a long time I would leave workouts and do that. Like, you know, get back to my apartment and just crash and be like, oh my gosh, I'm exhausted. You just feel like all burnt out and taking a step back lately. I'm like actually experiencing what it feels like to hit that point where you get the endorphins and you like feel really good and like stopping there and like getting to leave the gym and just actually feel like everybody that goes to the gym and says like, I feel so energized after the gym. I did not get that for the longest time because I think I was just pushing beyond what my body actually wanted to do or like could do sustainably. Yeah, for sure. And And that's why modifications are so helpful. Exactly. And that doesn't mean that you're never doing something that like you're never challenging yourself. You just want to give yourself that appropriate challenge that is sustainable because I know you've gone to the gym and done like a really fast swim, came home and you're like, Oh, that was my fastest time ever. Where like you probably pushed yourself and it maybe got uncomfortable for a little bit, but it was still within your means that you could handle and still live, leave feeling Mm -hmm. like that was a good workout. I had fun. I enjoyed that. And I'm excited to come back and do this again in the future. Exactly. Yeah. So I feel like on the opposite side of that, like when you're listening to yourself, taking your time, going through the modifications, sometimes patience plays a huge part in that. Like if you're not being patient enough with yourself too, like you might be going in and like not pushing yourself too hard and you're like, I'm leaving feeling really good every day. Um, but when you get too impatient and you're not progressing through those modifications, like you should, um, how would you combat that? Yeah, I think it's good to always be trying to push yourself, uh, making sure that you've always got that appropriate challenge. Um, I mean, you can still get a really good challenge doing knee pushups if you can do toe pushups. Um, but you do want to try to progress forward because chances are if you're doing your workouts, you're doing lots of knee pushups you're going to end up eventually being strong enough to do your push-ups on your toes. Um, so you want to kind of try it once in a while. And you can always do that before a workout. Um, you're like, all right, today my workout says I need to do 100 push-ups. Try a couple on your toes. I do not want to do that workout. That's, that maybe you're not going to be doing that workout. But <laughs> you like to do the math and figure out like, oh, if I have three sets of this many things, you're like, that equals this, where I just see it as rounds of smaller numbers. But... Um, I, I, I multiply, I can't help it. And yeah, I like to not multiply, make myself (laughs) think I'm doing less. Um, but, um, so with those 
you can always change throughout your workout. Like if you've got um, three sets, maybe you do your first set on your toes and then you go to your knees for the next few sets. Um, and you can always change it. So like in my um, online group coaching, I'll always show those modifications. So I think, how can I make this a challenging enough workout for somebody who's more fit than me? And how could I make this something that's still at the level where maybe my grandma could do the workout? Um, so there's the squats where you can squat, sit down on a chair or box or couch, something like that, where you're squatting to an object. Or if you want to have more challenge, you can do jump squats. Um, and you can always change throughout the workout. So um, if you go through and you're like, this isn't challenging me enough, you can change. Even though you started with one, you can always do something more challenging or less challenging depending on how you feel in that moment. But what if I'm like trying to get to the perfect push up, and I'm frustrated because I still need to get on my knees or put my hands up on a box? Um, I think you still just have to trust the process one step at a time. It's not going to happen overnight. It probably will take maybe longer than you expect. Um, but sticking with it is going to give you better results than if you push too hard in the front end and then you end up sore, injured, um, something like that. That's going to make you kind of put you back farther rather than if you kind of built yourself up trying those new progressions one step at a time. Yeah, true. And when you're building yourself up, I think it's important to think about where you started. Because like exactly. I said, I started out putting my hands on the wall for tricep push-ups. So if I got down to the point where I could do them with just my hands on a box on my toes, like, yeah, it's not where I want to be. But like, always remember to look back at where you were. Right, exactly. And that's where like having a coach or a workout buddy or even just posting on social media can be helpful because then you have that reference point to either have someone else say, hey, remember when a year ago you were doing the workout this way and now here's where you're at. Um, or you can kind of go back and see your memories of, oh, I did that workout this way a year ago. Now here I am today doing it this more challenging way. Um, so yeah, having that kind of bigger picture because day to day, you're not going to see giant changes. But the, over the long period of time, that's when you'll see them. And it's kind of hard for us to see those when we're living day to day doing those workouts um doing those exercises and you're not seeing those big changes where somebody else may be able to see those changes and point those out a little bit better to you yeah well i think the last big pitfall that i think of um when it comes to like a goal that you're trying to modify for to get to it uh is letting other people tell you that you're not going to get there like it and it's not always mean it's not like some schoolyard bully that's going to be like Psh, there's no way you'll ever do a full push-up it's it's the little comments and people don't even mean to but you could have this really good goal for yourself and know the modifications that you're going to do know where you're at and the steps that you need to take to get there and sometimes it really does get to you when you just have somebody say like wow that's that's what you are trying to do that's crazy and like it gets in your head and then you think well, maybe that is really crazy am I actually going to be able to maybe I'm not actually capable of getting to that point and that's really sad that mm -hmm. that happens to so many people and like I know it's happened to me multiple times right and that's where 
that one's a little bit more challenging because it's not necessarily you having to get out of your own head. It's you having to maybe get in your own head and not listen to those other people. Um, because although, like you said, maybe they're not trying to like really diss your goals or put you down, but, um, people don't always say the right things, the most motivational things. Um, they let their opinions be known and maybe it's not something you agree with or doesn't line up with your goals. Um, that's where having your workout buddy that is supportive, a coach that can help you get to those goals, keep you on track, keep you accountable. Um, those are going to be helpful. And like I said, you have to stay in your own workouts, your own goals. You can show them that I have a plan. This is what I'm doing. And even if you don't ever achieve those goals, you're still going to be better off having tried to achieve those goals than if you let that person say that one negative comment that you just kind of gave up before you ever got started. Mm -hmm. I think I, I love all things psychology and I love Brene Brown. She's a super famous psychologist, uh, works in a lot of shame and guilt, but I love her analogy for something like this, where she talks about the arena that like you're basically a gladiator stepping into the arena when you're chasing your dreams and trying to reach your goals. And there's, it's an arena. There's an entire crowd around you that's going to make lots of comments. And so if someone makes one of those comments that makes you question things for a moment, you have to remind yourself that you are in the arena and they are in the stands. And if they want to say anything or if they want to question it, they can get down in the arena with you. And if they're not there with you, then they're not somebody you need to listen to. They're background noise. Exactly. So block out the background noise. Keep your head down and follow your path. Stick to your path. That doesn't mean that your path can't change ever. Um, just because you have a goal of maybe doing the perfect cartwheel like Creed, maybe someday you want to not do the perfect cartwheel and you want to change it up and do something else. And that's totally fine. Just make sure that that's your decision and you're not doing it because somebody else thinks negatively of your decision. Yeah. Um, uh, did you want to talk at all about how, because uh, I know we talked a little bit in the last episode towards the end about um, including this mindset change or this adjustment to your workouts into like a group coaching setting. We could finish off on that. Yeah. So like I said, with my um, online group coaching where I'll present you with the workout and then it's kind of on you. I'm not there with eyes on you to show you the workout or to choose your modification for you. Um, I'll give you those modifications and kind of say like, here's the different types of, like we've been talking about pushups. Here's the different type of pushups that you can do for this workout. Um, and even like we talked in the last one too, you can modify that to be with your strength or your hypertrophy looking stronger types of workouts. So even that's a modification that can be brought up in the group coaching where you get to kind of choose your own adventure. I'm at this level, so I'm going to do the jumping squats today. And if that's too challenging, you feel it out. You get to choose. Now I need to go down to just regular air squats instead of the jump squats. Um, so yeah, all of those are always on your own terms. And even when we're doing like a timed workout, I let you know, like, if this is getting too challenging for you, go ahead and pause the video, take a breather, come back in, and then join back when you can. Um, 
because and it's really awesome that you give those options. But if they don't have a coach as good as you, so if you don't they, have a coach as good as me, then you just got to do it yourself. That's right. the thing. And you have to advocate for yourself too, because even if you're getting coached by someone else, communicating your level of challenge is super important, even for that coach, because hopefully you have at least a good coach. If it's not me, there are other good coaches other than me, even though I may be the best. Um, your other good coach will rather you say, hey, this is getting super hard for me. I feel like I'm going to puke rather than you just puking all over their floor. And they say, you did not show any signs that this was challenging because I'll have that all the time where somebody's struggling. I did that with you for a long exactly. time. <laughs> you try to make it. I didn't want to show weakness. Right. People try to make it look like, oh, yes, I'm working out, but this isn't, I'm not dying here. When in fact, they're struggling super hard, barely able to do the workout. And chances are you're probably not enjoying that. Like we said, so communicate that with your coach or your workout buddy or whoever, like, hey, you might be pushing me a little too hard here. I need to take a breather or we need to modify this exercise. Or you're going to be pushed into cheating on a mm. harder exercise because you're not modifying it when you need to. Exactly. And that's, an, I mean, cheating is a good, like, I mean, I think of kind of cheating as like an ego lifting because, I mean, that's a little bit like the making it look like you're not struggling in the workout too. But um, like I could even use this advice for myself when doing deadlifts because I've hurt my back probably three times now doing deadlifts um, just because I'm like, ah, this is going to be all the weights in the gym. I'm going to put it on there and do it and I can do it. And then I hurt myself and I should have progressed up slower instead of jumping in such big weights or um, checking to make sure that my form was good and not cheating because although I'm strong enough to pick the weight up, I wasn't strong enough to pick the weight up properly. And then I end up hobbling around like an old man, but not an old man if you work with me, because if you work with me, then you're walking around pretty good. Um, <laughs> but an old man that doesn't work with me, um, just hurt back, can't roll over in bed. So I could take my own advice and do my own proper scaling too. I wish you would take your own advice. And on I'm those, doing those a much better too. job of that now. I'm, little older and wiser now although it's only like a year older and wiser from the last time I hurt my back but um, oh my gosh don't jinx it <laughs> <laughs> so yeah those are all the different ways that you can modify your workouts to make them fit you whether that's with me in the group coaching personal training doing your own workouts share this with your workout buddy let them know that you're going to be letting them know that you need to maybe modify something a little bit more you can look out for your workout buddy too to say, hey, you look like you're struggling there. Maybe we want to figure out a different uh, approach to this to make sure that we still get the most out of our workout in a safe and effective manner. So, yeah. So, thanks for listening. Keep focusing on what you can do. Don't get impatient. Track your progress. You know, don't go too much too fast and just be present for the journey. <laughs>